We'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for January 6th, 2020. This is the first teaching of 2020. Hopefully it's not the last. Um, and uh, it's part three. The next report is Colorado Red Flag Law goes into effect. Just a real brief video gives you a little more update on Colorado here. Hey everybody, welcome back to Guns and Gadgets, your source for Second Amendment news. Haven't done so already, and you're interested in the Second Amendment news, no matter where it's happening across the country, good, bad, ugly, or indifferent, this is where you're going to find it. So please consider subscribing to this channel, helping this growing freedom family continue, and we will bring you the news just about as fast as it happens. So even after a bunch of states rushed to pass red flag legislation, gun confiscation legislation, uh, where the government can uh, petition to take away somebody's constitutionally guaranteed right without due process, without a trial, uh, without even some states, without even the right to uh, see the judge, or without the right to even see who or know who the accuser is. And some of the states are far-fetched. They could just be uh, some type of accusation where they don't even look into it. And other states are just trying to make it a permanent deal. So let's see what Colorado did. Well, Colorado's law, the red flag law, will take away people's Second Amendment right uh, for a year. And any family member or law enforcement uh, professional can uh, petition a court for a red flag. Now, of course, they don't call it the we're going to take your guns and confiscate them without due process law. They call this the Zachary Parish Violence Prevention Act, also known as the red flag. <clears throat> and this was named after a police officer who died about two years ago when he was attacked by a heavily armed yet mentally unstable person. So this wouldn't be called uh, address the mental health uh, flag law or uh, we should only worry about actual criminals law. This is the uh, government gun confiscation law. So this would remove firearms from anybody that they deem to be an extreme risk to themselves or others. Of course, if a judge agrees with the family or law enforcement members, and which judge really is going to be that judge, the only judge in the land to say no to a red flag law? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Now, the gun confiscation law took place January 1st, yesterday, and um, it's just not good. So unfortunately, even though we all know what the truth about these red flag laws are, the sheep just uh, refuse to own up to it, and this, you know, this freedom fire, this extreme risk to the Second Amendment, keeps passing across the country like it's the coolest thing since sliced bread. And according to the most recent data I could find, it wasn't, it's just was a little difficult to find it today. Uh, 38 out of the 64 counties in Colorado have declared themselves Second Amendment sanctuaries, and they have had sheriffs who said, we are not going to enforce this, law police officers too, we are not going to enforce this, it's a, a blatant violation to the Second Amendment. In addition to those uh, 38 counties, three cities and three towns have also said, you know what, the, the Constitution means more than feelings. So just a quick update, Colorado was the next state that had to jump on the train uh, to, to confiscate guns from law-abiding citizens with just mere suspicion and violate the all kinds of uh, rights in the Bill of Rights. And uh, why would we address the real problem, which is the mental health? Uh, we can't do that. Facts schmacks. Ladies and gentlemen, please subscribe to the channel. If you would, please pass this along because maybe some people... So we have that. And again, we have the, the drones flying over Colorado the fleets of drones they're now they're evidently the one guy had said virginia and california or two other and again virginia is where you know essentially washington dc is 
essentially. And then you've got Washington, D.C. potentially moving to Denver, meaning the capital moving there. And those are the two states being really targeted with drones plus California. Uh, so, oh man, just insanity everywhere you look. Yeah, I just was listening. I, I kind of took a break for a second. I was listening to Dave Hodges put out a, a report that says the embeds are going firm, talking about all of the embedded um, Iranian and really Muslim sleeper cells that have been chomping at the bit for decades and how they could totally take down the grid pretty easy when you go by most of your substations and you know, those types of places that control power a lot of times all it is is a little padlock on the gate on the front gate they're not being guarded and they could easily be taken down um so i think that's becoming a very very common warning right now people are um uh, mike adams just released it a big gigantic report that says prepare for iran to activate terror cells across america and attack the power grid water supplies and vulnerable infrastructure it's a gigantic report on this a lot of it i've covered but he gets into some of the um the more particulars and um vulnerable infrastructures power grids water delivery systems food delivery uh there's zero defenses right now against airborne biological chemical radiological weapons via drones or even small planes fuel refineries uh suicide bombers with suicide vests uh gathering in public uh, civilians gathering in public remember they're saying they're going to try to I, iran is issued and said that they're going to try to kill every american they don't care who they are they just want to commit to have the maximum amount of casualties as they can now i'm not saying that's going to all be permitted or that's going hot right now i'm saying though if they have their way that's absolutely what the quran tells them to do so even if you said, oh, they're not going to do this, that's what the Quran commands them to do. And we would be the main one in their crosshairs right now because of all the stuff that just happened in Iraq. Um, biological weapons are undetectable and can be released almost. I've heard they've, they've made, um, one of the things they always make is, um, hear about them making is anthrax. Now, anthrax, just so you know, if you've been exposed, if you're out somewhere and all of a sudden you smell the, the smell of fresh cut grass, you better get a you better get a mask over your face. Or, you know, pull your shirt up over and get out of there because that's what anthrax smells like. Fresh cut grass. Now, you should all like have at least some type of little, even tiny respirator mask. At bare minimum. Go to like um I don't know, Lowe's. I like Lowe's because Home Depot's really big brother and they, they've done a lot of wicked things. I like the hardware store Lowe's better. Even better, go to one of your local hardware, Mom and Pops, which is what I try to do, and get a, um, just like the, you know, the best little respirator mask you can get for your family and then get some type of, of um, safety glasses that have a sealable surface that you could put on because at bare minimum that might save your life as well obviously gas masks are are even better with nuclear biological chemical capabilities um that's a big big step step up uh might be something you want to look into and again that's a lot of that's mentioned in the links that i posted earlier but they're just bringing up a lot of stuff here that um you know, I, I just don't even have time to cover, and I'm I'm trying to get through the study tonight and get it up as quickly as possible. But this this one that um, 
Mike Adams just put up covers a lot of ground. So you can just go to naturalnews.com and it's his most current report. And it says, prepare for Iran to activate terror cells. You'll find it there if you want to know more about that. Uh, okay, so let's go back to the reports here. UN is now hiring English-speaking disarmament specialists. So this is how insane things are getting. Now, I'm going to play this clip from this William Mont guy. Normally, I never play his stuff because he can say some really off-the-wall stuff. And he acts like he's this world-class authority on so many things I think he doesn't have a clue about. But he has been a re one of the guys that one of the reasons I really stopped listening to him is because he was so pro-Trump. I mean, just, you know, Trump this, Trump that. Well, for those with eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive, I think some of them have actually got their eyes opened, finally, about Trump. And he's finally, it's dawned on him that Trump is, you know, working for the bad guys. And so I kind of wanted to hear, he's going to get into some stuff from different angles here about this subject of the UN hiring English-speaking disarmament specialist, which is a fact. That has happened. We're going to cover that today, Okay. Uh, but I'm going to let you give kind of his take on it because I think it's kind of interesting some of the things he's bringing up here. Good morning, folks. Welcome to our channel. We appreciate each and every one of you. Welcome to the Silver Eagle News Network. We are the only network praying for President Donald Trump's safety. And we're going to continue because although he makes a lot of mistakes, he's still God's chosen one, no matter how frustrated God gets with him, until he's ready to pull the plug, not me. Why the UN is hiring English-speaking disarmament specialists in New York City. But first, a couple of things. We had a call from a gal who had two friends go to a grocery store and they both got a flu shot and they were both completely paralyzed from the flu shot. Yeah. So if you want to go get a flu shot, yeah. be my... Hey, I mean, but again, they're not going to put it on the news. I had a patient that died from it the next day after he got it. So, you know, and plus you get your microchip and the flu shot. Most likely. It's what happened to all the people they scan out in California. So, um, you know, it's kind of a two for one. Um, unbelievable. Another thing she called about, she has a friend and they have 15 year old kids in high school and they go to the Portland school district and start flunking everything because the entire Portland school district is about teaching boys to become girls, girls yep. to become boys. Absolutely. And they're all about feeding them drugs in their lunch menu. Yep. So. Oh, yeah. They uh, they were straight A's and they go there and they're flunking. So we recommend that everyone pull their kids out of public education and do homeschooling. You have to go to the school, get a form, go to the school superintendent, fill it out and give it to them. They're your children, not the school districts. You're an American citizen and they're a public, they're a private corporation. They have no right to your children. Um, we have the power of prayer and we pray that all school districts across this country are completely defunded immediately. Three and a half million praying. People praying that all school districts are defunded immediately. By the way, the cost of illegal aliens last year was $275 billion, <laughs> not including the $100 million refugees. $50 yeah. million living in the our U.S.? Our tax dollars hard at work. And $50 million living overseas. If you have a friend who has their parents come by for one month of the year and then go back home, they're on Social Security. $5,300 a month for each and every one of them. So mom and dad bring in $10,600, they don't even know it. That has busted everything. Absolutely busted everything. Um, 
And now, notice this is all being done under Trump's watch. And I'm not saying it wasn't being done before him, but he's just he's just the next actor in line to perpetuate and continue this. It's just that they've accomplished more under Trump because so many of the patriots are asleep now because they think Trump is their, you know, our buddy and that he would never let anything bad happen and you know, he's not going to and again, that's why so much of this stuff is coming in. And there's there's been not there's been very very little pushback a lot about a lot of the draconian things that we cover on a week to week basis here. On to our story. Why is the UN hiring English speaking disarmament specialists? Now, what is a disarmament specialist? Let's explain. President Trump gave the United Nations 120 million dollars to keep it funded, and it is now hiring troops to take your guns away. But they're so. Trump gave the UN all this money. Now, I saw something the other day saying that he's going to take away the money from the UN. So, you know, it's hard to know. But I would tend to believe that if it's the United Nations, Trump is going to do exactly what William Mont just said and give them money to keep them funded so that they can come in there and take away the guns because the UN is what their Northam's going to be calling upon to enforce the gun confiscations that they want to implement in Virginia and then spreading out to the rest of the country. Disarmament, demobilization, and reintegration officers, which means they will reintegrate you into society after you have been re-educated. So what is their job description? That means that the million people in the Chinese concentration camps are using reintegration specialists after they pull out organs and pull their blood and do all kinds of nasty things. Act as a focal point for disarmament. They're being hired for Virginia. They want mostly women, but they can't get them because most women um, don't want anything to do with this. So they're hiring mainly foreigners to come to your home and seize your weapons in Virginia. As a focal point for disarmament, demobilization, and reintegration, DDR. Components for two or three missions responsible for planning, support, and implementation of the seizing of the weapons that you own the elimination of the Second Amendment, the First Amendment, and the Fourth Amendment and of our Bill of Rights, the throwing out of our Constitution and our Bill of Rights, even though you're an American citizen, and these people are being hired by the United Nations, which is a corporation owned by the Rothschilds. So the Rothschilds are now sending their corporations to your homes to kill you. You understand? They're coming to your homes to kill you. The people who have been trained in this want to kill 25 million Americans. Why is this not worldwide news? Trump gave them $120 million to do this. So when they start killing Americans, God will start killing Trump's kids and grandchildren. Okay, now that's his theory. He's saying from a prophetic standpoint, when Trump starts to let all the stuff happen in America, where the UN comes in and they start killing us off and start taking our guns, that Trump's kids are going to start dying. So I don't know if that's going to happen. But from a prophetic standpoint... Um, I don't know where he's getting that from. I could understand if God did let that happen. So Trump, prepare for incoming. They will provide technical assistance to peace negotiations. That means they'll bust into your home at 4 in the morning. Participants of DPO, we don't know what DPO and Integrated Task Force planning meetings for the establishment of a new peacekeeping mission in the United States to seize your weapons. Now, President Trump pulled out of the UN Arms Treaty, and this is a complete violation of our Constitution. We pray that the United Nations is ejected from the United States immediately. All three and a half million people at 9 p.m. tonight pray that the UN is ejected from the United States. 
that they go to the Astana headquarters, or maybe they want to go to Laos or Cambodia like they're claiming, that they get off of American soil immediately. They are to develop initial results based on framework and budget for the new DDR components in our new mission provided faithfully by President Donald Trump, probably not knowing what he was doing. Presents or defects new subsequent DDR budgetary requirements, and the United States will pay for its own destruction. We, the taxpayers, will pay the United Nations to kill us and destroy our Bill of Rights. Develop staffing structure in terms of reference, and they will simply go to the UN, which will go to the United States, and President Trump will fund them again, not throw them off American soil. Continually reviews DDR program strategy, conducts field missions, and to implement the DDR. In other words, these disarmament specialists are to arrest you, seize your guns, and either kill you or put you in a concentration camp. We have over 800 FEMA camps ready for you. It's now being implemented. The United States Code, or U.S. Army, Regulation 210 allows the Army to have up to 10 million prisoner labor force. Identifies potential problems. In other words, kill the homeowners. Um, in fact, in Virginia, there are there's no more uh, single unit family units. The, the government can come in and put a fourplex on your property with Somali refugees, Muslim Somali refugees. If you won't have them in your house, by God, they'll put them on your property. That's the new law that will pass in Virginia in a few days. Yes. Establishes and maintains an outreach network. For some reason, they are trying to turn Virginia as quickly as possible into a third world, totally disarmed uh, state. You know, I just, and I think it's it's pro, it's close proximity in Washington D.C. Uh, and having the right governor in place, and I'm sure there's a lot of other factors. Supports doctrine developing work in the area of DDR agency working group. They're going to in, integrate the United Nations into killing Americans. This is what the fallen angels said they want to do: pour out the evil across the world and destroy the United States. This is what the fallen angels who run the United Nations said they're going to do. And President Trump gave them an unlimited budget. Yep. Maintains and further develops the integrated DDR standards on behalf of the chief of the DDR's section, blah, 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 blah. Other duties as required. Seven years of relevant experience in disarmament affairs is necessary, which means... And again, remember Trump's... Um, I just watched a video where they were saying it's, it's amazing... Trump's silence on the on them losing their Second Amendment and all the atrocities going on in Virginia right now, and Trump remains silent on it. And yet, again, all those initial speeches where you'll never have another a stronger proponent for the Second Amendment. You don't ever have to worry about your Second Amendment being taken away. All these lying speeches that he gave initially on, which he says nothing about Virginia. He says nothing about these UN disarmament specialists, you know, coming in. And so many other atrocities he will not utter or talk about whatsoever. You have to be a cop who takes weapons away from people to join the United Nations. And they are paying top dollar thanks to President Trump funding the United Nations last month. Disarmament is the collection, documentation, control, and disposal of small arms, ammunition, explosives, and light to heavy weapons. In 1860, in 1860 we developed the... Um, the can machine gun. It was a can of 22 rounds and it was a machine gun. The can gun. Then we implemented the Gatling gun. These weapons that we now have are over, let's see, 1860, 
So that's 40, 50, 60, 160 years old. And we have technology, unlike anything we've seen in Star Trek, we're bouncing between dimensions. And yet they want to take away our weapons that were developed 160 years ago and kill us. What does that sound like? Yeah. Just remember, the U.S. is no longer part of the arms treaty, and don't be silly. No one's coming to take your guns. We're just going to remove semi-automatic weapons and make your life safe, and you can't keep and bear arms. You can't speak about it, because the, China is now implementing the new rules to control the Internet. Through the United Nations, Zig Heil, all hail, all hail the United Nations, all hail Lucifer. President Trump is funding them to the fullest. All hail the United Nations. They're in full operation because President Trump gave them money. And when the Americans start to die, so will Trump's children and grandchildren. His son, number one son, will develop cancer within a month. Why? Because President Trump refuses to do his Okay, now again, I'm not sanctioning any kind of prophetic utterance like that. Now, listen, if it happened, okay, you know, but I'm not, I'm not signing off on all that. Okay, but that's his opinion. Um, and I tell you, that would be a, a way to, you know, get Trump's attention real quick. I think, from a from a uh, from a um, God type of standpoint, yeah, that 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 get him. And again, I do pray whatever it takes to wake Trump up, if it be possible, you know, that that happen. I do. In fact, we were just praying that way, uh, Greg and I, when he was here, and. Um, you know that he would act righteous people and appoint righteous uh, enact righteous laws and and do righteous things you know we're still praying in that regard like that uh, even knowing he's a Rothschild agent and knowing how wicked the guy's been from his early early years you know I'm, I'm still praying in that regard for him as asked what is it he has to do well he has to fulfill his promises God have had him give certain promises Eliminate election fraud. Remove the governors that were hired through election fraud, like the Virginia and the California and the Oregon and the Washington governors. Cut and terminate Social Security for all but the 15 million retired people and the 2 million physically disabled, not the 140 million currently on Social Security. Hey, they tell you this at the fairs they go to. Now they don't go to any more fairs because they're too afraid of telling the truth. Um, they need to force the states to obey the Clinton welfare laws. Five years on welfare and you're off permanently. Not off for one day and then reinitiated like they do here in, in the Liptard states. Um, shut down NASA chemtrails. Shut down the poisonous GMOs that we're now giving to China. So they're sending us fentanyl in return because we're giving them poisonous GMO crops. So all those dying of fentanyl, by the way, they did a study in Minnesota where the factory shut Homeless populations skyrocketed. It's totally, homelessness is completely, totally related to lack of employment. So as we run around saying unemployment's 4.2%, unemployment's 3.2%, unemployment's 5.1%, we are lying through our teeth because most of those people out there are there because they lost their job. Millions of them are homeless because they lost their job and then got hooked on opium and fentanyl. Mm-hmm. So he needs to shut down the GMOs. He needs to shut down the... But, hey, Trump has just perpetuated what Obama and the other ones have done with the opium. Okay. Well, that's, that's come in. That our 
troops guard the poppy in Afghanistan, and that's they bring it over in C C40s, and you know that's just a perpetuation of what was already going on. So he's just per, participating in the very same thing that Obama did and Bush did, and, and all the other wicked presidents we've had. 12 all schools need to be shut down and we need to go back to having the churches teach us and we need to get the irs and the cia out of the churches yeah. kill them if you have to cut subsidies to colleges all colleges stop all federal subsidies to abc cbs npr disney yeah, i agree and the rest be great arrest twenty thousand traders yes you must do that president trump the 1871 Constitution clearly don't, don't hold your breath. says that you cannot serve two masters, so does the 1789 Constitution, which means all lawyers working for the U.S. corporation must be fired, so must all Muslims, so must all Jesuits, and all members of the bar. Those three, the bar, the Muslims, and the Jesuit, are just as evil as they can be. They must be fired from the U.S. corporation. And if you do not do this, Mr. Trump, as the killing fields begin, your relatives will start to die. So says the I am that I am, who was and is and is. And again, I don't, I don't like to, to say that, you know, thus saith the Lord. You, you're, you're literally now acting as a mouthpiece of God. And that's why, you know, I'm, I'm in, play the video for a couple of reasons. He does get into a lot of things that I, I couldn't agree with more. And he was also a very, very, very large pro-Trump guy for a long time. I didn't realize he had gotten off the Trump train. But when you start to get into prophetic utterances like that and say, I, the I am that I am, you better really check yourself hardcore. Because if what you're saying doesn't exactly come to pass, according to Deuteronomy 18 in the Old Testament, they would have taken you out and killed you. So... Again, you view that with a you know a warning, a proviso there regarding that. Come and you will experience loss after loss after loss while you win, 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 win. Your family dies, 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 dies. It's up to you, President Trump. Uh, many Americans will die because of Trump's hard-heartedness. Um, the U.S. market is a tinderbox. There's so many triggers ready to set this off. The gold prices will rise. The bond markets are burning, and we'll talk about the trigger points Jim Willie talked about um, not too long ago in his newsletter, which are fascinating, and if you don't get Jim Willie's newsletter, you don't know what's going on. And you've got to read Vic's Weir, The Road to Ruta, and you'll understand. Because if you're, you have cash in your hands, and you have IRAs, and you have um, savings programs, if The Road to Ruta is implemented, and that's Trump's only Trump card to save his family's life, and if your wealth is not in silver, you don't have anything. And Noble Gold still has silver and gold on hand to sell you. Most yeah, again, but then you're creating a paper trail. So, and they're selling you one ounce silver rounds, which I think I think a better, smarter way, because you're going to pay a premium for one ounce, nice, shiny silver rounds. I think a better way to go is get your junk silver. It's much harder to counterfeit. There, the, There's been a big counterfeiting problem now with silver rounds. You know, and I mean, who wants to deal with that when if you're doing exchanging with somebody, then having to do some type of silver test on the silver and you've got to penetrate the outer layer of the coin in order to see if it has a copper filling. And I know how to do that. I've, I've actually watched a couple of videos on it, but my word, I mean, that's a whole other level of things to think about that you might want to, you know, you might even want to go up. You can order these silver and gold test kits if you don't have them. 
go up to um, YouTube and just do a quick keyword search for uh, how to spot counterfeit silver and gold rounds. Watch a couple videos on that if you've got gold or silver or if you're thinking about dealing with that and then order one of those kits. They're not that expensive. You can get them on eBay for like 12 bucks where you can test like gold, silver, platinum, the whole nine yards. And, um, you know, if the Lord leads, it might be something you want to think about. It's not going to break the bank to do it. So, uh, anyway, going further, United Nations actively hiring to disarm Americans on American soil. Now, I know we kind of got into that. I'm just going to play this other brief video. Um, and because I really want to drive this point home about this. What I'm about to tell you, it's utterly ridiculous that people are worried about foreign powers meddling in our sacred election process. Foreign invaders have already invaded us way back in 1913 and took over our monetary system. Since then, this country has been the servants of the Federal Reserve foreign power right. structure. And before I show you that one so-called conspiracy theory is really a conspiracy fact, I want to remind you what dual citizen Henry Kissinger said about our troops. He said, military men are dumb, stupid animals to be used as pawns for foreign policy. Yeah, that's a former Secretary of State that said that. But he said something else you should probably know about. On May 21st, 1992, during the Bilderberg meeting in Evian, France, Unbeknownst to Kissinger, his speech was recorded by a Swiss delegate to the meeting. Kissinger said, Today, Americans would be outraged if UN troops enter Los Angeles to restore order. Tomorrow, they will be grateful. This is especially true if they were told there was an outside threat from beyond, whether real or promulgated, that threatened our very existence. It is then that all peoples of the world will plead with world leaders to deliver them from this evil. The one thing every man fears is the unknown. When presented with this scenario, individual rights will be willingly relinquished for the guarantee of their well-being granted to them by their world government. Fast forward from 1992 until now, and we have the United Nations, a foreign entity on American soil, looking to hire people in the New York area. This is the actual archive job listing. The position title they're hiring for is Disarmament, Demobilization, and Reintegration Officer for the Department of Peace Operations in New York, and it was posted a day after Christmas. And the funny thing is, I haven't heard liberal or conservative fake news talk about this. He's showing you the actual document, widely available. Mike Adams has a big report on this online. Uh, you just heard about it from William Mont. He's he's going over it further. He's actually showing you though the the documentation for this. Have you? Seems pretty important to me. I mean, you'd think this would be something the American people would need to know about. After posting the responsibilities for the new hires, the post notes the required language fluency is English, and the desired experience includes, quote, seven years of relevant experience in disarmament affairs, political analysis, or in national military or paramilitary service, preferably related to the design, implementation, or review of DDR. Remember, that's disarmament, demobilization, and reintegration. 
employees would answer to the Secretary General of the United Nations, a foreign power exercising authority on American soil. As per the UN, here are some term definitions in the job description. Disarmament is the collection, documentation, control, and disposal of small arms, ammunition, explosives, and light and heavy weapons of combatants and often also of the civilian population. Disarmament also includes the development of responsible arms management programs. So what's demobilization? It's the formal and controlled discharge of active combatants from armed forces or other armed groups. Oh, you mean like militias? The first stage of demobilization may extend from the processing of individual combatants in temporary centers to the massing of troops in camps designated for this purpose. Cantonment sites, encampments, assembly areas, or barracks. The second stage of demobilization encompasses the support package provided to the demobilized, which is called reinsertion. Again, remember, this is in very legalese types of the most, um, they're trying to, I don't know, like soft pedal this type of verbiage in a very legalese type of way so that you don't really understand exactly what they're saying, but it's basically disarming you and, and shipping you off to the concentration camps. Guys, we're talking about them being responsible for processing armed American citizens into internment or re-education camps. And this is a job posting in New York, in America. The United States of America. Now back to what Kissinger said. Today, Americans would be outraged if UN troops entered Los Angeles to restore order. Tomorrow, they'll be grateful. This is especially true if they were told there was an outside threat from beyond, whether real or promulgated. Well, okay, what, what if Iran starts attacking and it's real and all the sleeper cells are activated even though we've we've brought them in here and let them operate unmitigated on purpose for decades okay that's all they'll have to blame anything on but what if you know there's other uh forces involved and then that could be just more boogeyman they can point to and say you know this is why we have to bring in the u.n troops that threatened our very existence it is then that all peoples of the world will plead with world leaders to deliver them from this evil. The one thing every man fears is the unknown. When presented with this scenario, individual rights will be willingly relinquished for the guarantee of their well-being granted to them by their world government. Mm. Guys, like and share this That's video. That's Kissinger. So, pure evil. I mean, one of the most wicked men that have ever lived. Uh, comment below this video, which I'm just going to throw in here. It said it would be it would not be wise to bring foreign troops on our U.S. soil. Sounds like we all need to be carrying bolt cutters in our automobiles as well. Just something to think about. Um, and you know, if you're going to get bolt cutters, you're going to going to get the big ones. Now, those aren't cheap, but I'm just saying I hadn't really ever thought about it that way. But it might be something that you want to think about. Here's a picture of United Nations brand spanking new UN vehicles on a flatbed trailer, not covered. It looks to be two of them on a flatbed 
I mean, these are armored UN personnel carriers. I don't know if they're if they've got weapons up top. I can't really see from the angle, but um, they're on a flatbed truck on I-81 near Lexington, Virginia. Now, this is where I just found out the other day. This is where the UN vehicles in America are manufactured, which is Virginia. So yeah, I guess you'd expect to see that. It's just that you're seeing white UN vehicles on flatbed trucks. I don't know how old this picture is, but it doesn't look that old. So, uh, And then, then we have this. Let's go ahead and um, play this. Vaccine tracking tattoo. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the tracking tattoo. Yeah, that's what the title of this is. You probably saw that and go, what the heck is Hot just talking about today? The tracking tattoo. Yeah, it, it's a tattoo that it's going to be mandated that you get tracked on your arm here. And then they can come up and pretend this is a scanning device. Like a little tricorder, 1968 Star Trek. Oh, Mr. Hodges. And again, I believe I believe that a lot of the like the flu shot people, they're already getting their implantable trackers. They've already got them. And a lot of them are maybe realize this at a later date when, you know, they they're gonna be told, Oh, you're you're good, you're good. You've already been You've already been microchipped that you got that you know years ago or whatever obviously they're not going to say that now but this is what he's talking about here is is along those lines they see you have not had all your vaccination you see the bus over there you're going there should you not let us vaccinate you your family too come here kids yeah. now we're going to talk extensively about ebola today but this, this relates to all of this. Kids will get on one bus if you refuse. Your wife will get on another, and you'll get on a third. Reverse the genders if you're a female. This. Do you understand what I'm talking about here? Oh, by the way, the separation based on taking vaccines was already rehearsed. Yeah. Hello. Let's. Hey, well, if if you ever get to this point where you know you're at a vaccine checkpoint, they will separate you and your family, and that's and then they'll play, you know, they'll they'll. They'll play one family member off against, you know, we're going to, you know, we're not going to reunite you with your family. You're never going to see them again if you don't take your vaccines. You know, you get to that point, you just have to reside to the fact that you have to stay true to the Lord Jesus Christ. I would never tell you to take the vaccines, no matter what the threats were. I'm sorry, that's my opinion. Um, I believe that there's foreign DNA. And why would it be so important for Satan to get these cursed um, substances and most likely the tracking now, the, 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 the um, microchips in you, if it wasn't a very, very, very important thing to Satan, why would that be such a big issue for them if it wasn't an incredibly important thing from a satanic basis? You have to ask yourself that question. So, like I've said before, I would take the bullet in the head, uh, absent from the bodies to be present with the Lord if I got put in that position. But, you know, the, even the thing is there is, is that if it wasn't my time to go, they can't, no matter what they do, they can't kill me. So, you know, understand that. So uh, that's what I would do. Okay, I'm not telling you what to do. You do as the Lord leads you. But um, I, I know these vaccines are cursed and I know they're evil. And I've been talking about that for years. I back to my radio show in 2009 when I used to interview people like Dr. Rebecca Carley, and also, too, I was getting information from one guy that I went to elementary and middle school with, and one guy that I went to high school with was a football basketball teammate of mine, and they both rose to high-level 
prominent positions in Colorado law enforcement, both retired today. Now, they both told me this. It couldn't come on the show. But they both told me, and Re Re excuse me, Rebecca Carley did come on the show multiple times back in 2008, 2009 on the H1N1 scare. They rehearsed this in Colorado. Here you've got a DUI kind of roadblock, but it's a vaccination roadblock. And they had the chase cars in the wings, so if you see what's going on, oh, yeah, yeah, go turn and go out. By the way, have you noticed on a lot of roads now, they're putting in divider coils so you can't cross the median and turn around? Have you noticed that? Mm -hmm. That's not an accident, folks. So anyway, moving forward with this story, what they practiced was is... Uh, have you had your H1N1 vaccine? We don't have any record of it here, sir. So they're practicing this as a drill, I guess, in the, the in Colorado. Ma'am, uh, we can give you an opportunity right here to do this, minimal charge, <laughs> for you and your family. Oh, you're going to refuse on religious grounds? I'm sorry, we don't even let the Amish do that anymore. So we're going to give you one more chance. Okay, I'm sorry you refused. Uh, men over there, women here, kids there, bye-bye, off to the camps. You'll probably never see each other again. They rehearsed this with DHS and Colorado Law Enforcement in 2009. And that wasn't the only state that they did this in. It just happened to be the state where I had detailed information because I had people on the inside. Now, pretty interesting, isn't it? And so you say, well, what's the big deal about a tattoo that can track you? Well, what they're tracking is whether or not you have the vaccines. Nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. The tattoo will find you. And if you don't comply, well, you know, here's my, my problem with this. Let's take a non-communicable disease condition that there's a vaccine for. Why do they care if you catch it, if you can't give it to anybody else? Right, yeah. Polio is not transmissible. <laughs> Why do they care? <laughs> cha-ching, cha-ching. But it's more than the cha-ching. It's, it's the defilement of our DNA, which was the exact same thing that was happening. I know it was happening differently, but it was a defilement of our DNA genesis 6 the the human bloodline gene pool by the giants okay by the fallen angels and that so defiled humanity that god had to hit the reset button and start over with noah the eight people on the ark and the animals because the gene pool had been so defiled well they're trying to do the same exact thing because jesus said as it was in the days of noah so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man, which is what we're, we're in and we're moving into more every day. They're just doing it in a different way. But the primary way they're, I really believe they're trying to change our DNA in the most direct way is always via vaccines because it goes straight into, you know, the intermuscular tissue, which makes it into the bloodstream, which, you know, it's a direct avenue into our body as opposed to even inhaling something or ingesting something there's there's defensive mechanisms in those areas but there's no defensive mechanism when you inject something straight into you know the body that's one some people swear that there's bad stuff in this mm. and that it's a depopulation plot oh yeah 
I think we need more evidence. Oh, don't get mad at me. I know, I know there is some evidence that some of these, like the uh, um, MMR, yeah, that's a bad deal. In fact, even my son's pediatrician warned us about this. And he falls right in line with the pharmaceuticals. But even he said, no, there's some indications here. Okay, so tracking tattoo. My question to you is this. How long are you going to put up with this tyranny? Do you understand where this is headed? It's not going to stop here. It's not going to stop with vaccines. It's going to continue to every aspect of everything you think, everything you do, your philosophy of life. It's all going to come under scrutiny. Satan will never get enough where he will be satisfied. The only way Satan would ever be satisfied is if every single human in the universe is dead. And then then that would, you know, because he wants a lot of company in the lake of fire. He wants to take as many people with him because we're created in God's image into the lake of fire with him because he knows that's where he's going. He knows his time is short. So that's really what this is all about at the end of the day. Why? Because this is what liberals do. They've done it forever. That's it for the Common Sense Show. Thank you so much. So we have that. Then we have this video, um, which is entitled Rights Can't Be Taken Away, Only Infringed Upon. This was a gentleman speaking at a Second Amendment Virginia, uh, I don't know, venue. It looks like there's like, I don't know, whatever county they're in. They're, They're in front of all the... The people that represent the county and they're making statements. Yes, sir. My name is John Edgar and I live in Lane. I'm here to speak to you this evening in support of the proposed county resolution 19-367, the Second Amendment Sanctuary Resolution. I'm a first-generation American born to parents who came to this country for the freedom and opportunity it offers. I grew up in the 1950s and served 31 years in the military. In 1960s, I freely ordered firearms through the mail from sellers out of state. But back then, there was no news every night about mass shootings. Why? Children were born in wedlock. There were two parents in the home. Yeah. The doctors were not pumping them full of mind-altering drugs. We also didn't have MK Ultra mind control slaves being triggered all the time back then because that really, that hadn't been... We weren't that wicked and we hadn't had that time to develop that type of mind control technology over the MKUltra mind control slaves that they've got now, which I believe a lot of those are just being triggered. They weren't playing on video games with violence and God was in our schools. Yeah. What has changed is our culture and our morals and no law is going to right that. Mm-hmm. When I entered the military, I took an oath to defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and that oath never expires. I have no fears of foreign enemies. However, I'm deathly afraid of the politicians in Washington, D.C. and Richmond who are the domestic enemies that the founders of our republic warned us about. Amen. Over 75 years, I have witnessed the steady erosion of our rights as government places increasing limits on our lives. The Democratic politicians in Richmond, bought and paid for in the elections by out-of-state billionaires, have introduced a cornucopia of gun control bills. It's the same old failed agenda of assault, weapon, and large-capacity magazine bans, universal background checks, one handguns a month, red red flag laws, you name it. 
They claim that this is all in the name of preventing crime and violence. When was the last time a criminal obeyed any law? The reality is that power-seeking politicians know that they can't impose their rule over armed citizens. No, these measures are about civilian disarmament. Once you can no longer effectively oppose government, you become a subject of the state. Is Governor Northam so delusional to believe that hundreds of thousands of Virginia citizens will meekly bow down to these unconstitutional laws? Or does he... And let me tell you, these town hall meetings where this is happening, I mean, they're all standing room only, basically. Packed out, and virtually everyone there are pro-Second Amendment, gun lawful gun owners in Virginia. That's what this is just one of those meetings, probably where they were deciding on whether to, to make this a sanctuary county. And so they have people get up ahead of time and present their case, and this is one of them. Plan on sending state police SWAT teams house to house to confiscate firearms. God forbid he pit neighbor against neighbor by using state national guardsmen or local sheriff's deputies to re enforce these laws. It was just such an ill-conceived event that sparked the first American Revolution. <clears throat> so I stand here to pose this question to you. Do you have the guts to stand with your fellow citizens and the other counties that have passed Second Amendment sanctuary regulations, resolutions, or will you kneel to the dictators in Richmond? In closing, Benjamin Franklin said at the founding of our republic, rebellion to tyrants is obedience to God. Six separate Tyrannus. So that was that was just one gentleman speaking. Six Semper Tyrannus is the is the Virginia again state motto. Thus to tyrants, and it shows like I don't know, like a liberty lady type figure, basically standing on the chest and and dispatching of a tyrant. And so, in other words, death to tyrants. That's their state motto there. And it's almost like, again, I said they've picked this hard target in, in Virginia on purpose by design, knowing that there's a much higher chance that they will not put up with this in Virginia of all states. So next one, Red Alert, Virginia, brand new intel. Opposition groups share this. So I'm just going to rapid fire through these videos. And I've, again, I've, I've done, uh, these are like the ones I've cherry picked where I'm trying to give you information that's not all redundant. Uh, but that had cutting-edge information embedded in, in these videos. I just received critical intel from a former law enforcement officer of 32 years, 28 years as an operator, team leader, and Tier 1 SWAT instructor, and the information he gave me is not being reported anywhere that I can find. It's all about Virginia, and I need you to spread this far and wide to as many patriots as you can. What's up, Patriots? American Joe here. I've got very important intel I want to get through about Virginia that's not being reported. There are boots on the ground right now that have spotted several groups operating within Virginia, the Richmond area. The first group is no surprise. Antifa is there. Antifa has been spotted at several internet cafes, and they have also been spotted sporting patriotic apparel, which lends credence to the idea that they may be trying to infiltrate patriot groups okay so they've been spotted at patriotic apparel stores antifa and these other 
totally wicked groups. Why? Because they're going to show up on this big rally they got coming up on the 20th and probably at potentially some of these town hall meetings and they're going to be able to go in there undetected at least from the standpoint they're going to try to blend in and look like the other pro-Second Amendment people. But then they're going to go in there with an agenda and an assignment to go in there and, and only do only God knows what and get this whole... Uh, civil war type of thing going and give them the excuse to bring in the un or who whatever they're going to try going to try there on the 20th ms-13 oh. they have been spotted in richmond as well Ooh. we have no idea now they'll they'll kill you and they'll come to your house and they'll kill you if you're if you're the dad and they'll rape all the daughters in front of you now granted i'm not saying this to scare anybody i'm saying this is what they do i've heard these stories about ms-13 and these types of central american latino type of gangs they're the most ruthless where they will come in and, and, and rape your your family in front of you and torture them and then kill you last after you've witnessed it all that's how wicked and evil ms-13 is and it's all the more reason for us to pray and be vigilant and be aware of these things you know i'm not going to sugarcoat stuff they're as wicked as they get their intentions are why they're there but they have been spotted by several sources we also have black lives matter not really too concerned about them, but I just want to give you the intel. And there have been several members of Nazi groups that have been spotted in the area that have been spotted on high-level parking garages at different level parking garages around the capital area, which could be a problem. We don't know what their intentions are, but anytime you try to assume a high vantage point like that or you're spotted in areas like that repeatedly, it draws flags. Yeah. Why am I giving you this information and why do I think this information... Like sniper stuff, I think is what he's in reference to there. So this rally on the 20th in Virginia could go very horribly sideways and wrong. And they're expecting anywhere from 50,000 to 100,000 patriots to show up at this. Because this is against this whole this whole Governor Northam thing. So this might be the perfect storm they've been waiting for to sabotage. So it's something that um, really would would be prudent to be in prayer about. This is important. I'm not trying to um, be a fear monger. I'm not trying to cause a panic, especially with patriots. I want us to go as equipped as we can be to this event, not just with weapons, but equipped with knowledge, with intelligence, and with plans, plans for when things hit the fan, if they hit the fan. Now, we know that the VCDL is going to be busting in patriots by the busload. That's a concern of mine because now you're basically restricting the travel and the movement of patriots if things go off, and that's a problem. We also have communications, which could become a big, big problem. I've heard from two different sources, two separate sources now, that if things go off, the first thing they're going to do is they're going to cut the power grid. Right. There we go. Now, if they cut the power grid, they cut the Internet, that's going to leave thousands of patriots right there completely without communications, except those who are carrying portable ham equipment with them. So, Or CB radios. Or, no, I'm sorry, not CB, but, but the little two-way two -way little um, portable radios. That would be an ideal thing to have in that type of environment if you got separated from maybe the group that you were in like at least you know just saying that would be something to think about how, how you can use ham i mean granted i understand I, i'm thinking about the people showing up at the rally more than anything if you're going 
Take all this information with a grain of salt, but plan accordingly. Plan accordingly. We don't know what all these groups are doing in Virginia. We don't know their true intentions. But it's very concerning as well that the VCDL is calling for everyone to leave their long guns at home. Because they're afraid of how the media might portray the situation. You guys do what you think you need to do. But my friend Steve Baldessari said it very well to me on the phone today. It doesn't matter what we do. The media is going to portray it however the media portrays it, which is always going to make us out to be the bad guys, no matter what happens. No matter what happens. So if you think it's going to create some sort of positive optic about us not having weapons, I, I'm with Steve. I don't think that's true. I think that's all that's going to do is it's going to make us sitting ducks. That's all I think that's going to do. I have people on the ground in Virginia that are going to be there within the next week they're going to be providing me with maps, photographs, different things about the area. We're going to find out how many high-rise parking garages. So they're, going to, they're doing recon right now ahead of time, which is exactly what these other wicked groups that are being sent in there by design, on purpose, by most likely factions of our own government in the George Soros types in order to um, use this as a mass casualty, casualty type of event. That's how I see this playing out unless there's intervention by God there are near the capital area where the rally is going to be held so we're going to keep eyes on these places that could potentially hold a shooter keep your eyes out as well you guys know if you've been military you know what to look for you know where the sniper's nest is going to be so just keep an eye out for it also travel in groups travel in groups if you're traveling with a group of five or more whatever that number is if you got five guys with you you better know who all five of those guys are. Or somebody in your group better know who that person is. Always know the group you're traveling right, with. I agree. And make sure that everyone in the group is known. Very simple. If we travel in small groups and everyone's known, we will not have infiltrators causing problems. And if we do have infiltrators try to cause problems, we'll be able to spot them and get them out as quickly as possible. I'm going to be getting more and more intel as this progresses. I'm getting lots of communication from lots of different sources from all over the country. If you want to be more abreast of the, it's the American Joe show, and it's it's up on YouTube. You can find them. I will update you as I get it, as quickly as I get it. And I need you, patriots, to share everything I say about Virginia because YouTube is going to do everything they can do to make sure that information is not spread around. When's the last time you've heard anybody reporting that MS-13 is currently on the ground in Virginia and what the hell are they doing there? Nobody's reporting this, but it is actually happening. It is there and there's a reason for it. And we got to be prepared for all possible outcomes. That's all I'm telling you. That's all I'm telling you. Be prepared for all possible outcomes. Have a backup plan. Have a contingency. Work within your group and have a plan of action. There's going to be a lot of people there. It's going to be... It's going to be chaotic if things go off, guys. It's going to be absolutely chaotic. We know that. So we're going to come prepared to respond the best way we know how. With We're going to put all that training into action. So be prepared. I will see you guys January 20th in Virginia. Get this information out. All right, so we have that. Very, very serious, important warning there. 
Another one, Virginia sheriff deputies to be fired immediately if they do not go along with gun confiscation. I mean, this just the insanity ratchet, ratchets up every single day. Right, up next, West Virginia prepared mind. Now this should be good. Update on the VAG confiscation. What is going on with this? Good evening. Again, he, he speaks in all these terms where he never says full words about whatever because he's so afraid he's going to get taken off YouTube. I don't see anybody else doing that, but Marfugel operates in such fear that he's never utters words that are full if it could possibly get him kicked off the internet or whatever. Marf and family, I got some interesting information. To now, this lady is West Virginia Prepared Mind, WV Prepared Mind. Her channel's up on the YouTube, and um, yes, that is her, her real accent. She's from West Virginia, so um, she's got some really good info. ...that I wanted to share quickly. Um, we have all been focused on the initial bill and the rally that's supposed to take place on the 20th. There is a bill that is... Now, that's the rally in Virginia that this gentleman, American Joe, was just talking about. ...be voted on... On January the 8th, that the bill's already written, they're ready for the vote, that we'll, we'll state that um, any deputy that has had his, um, any sheriff that has his deputies not comply with the law that they very well expect to be passed on the 20th, regarding confiscations and grab now i think she meant to say the 8th when it will be passed because the 20th is the date of the rally she might have she might have got her dates but see they would want to have this passed before the rally um and let me let me just back it up just a hair so to be passed on the 20th regarding confiscations and grab will be fired on the spot the sheriffs cannot be because they are elected officials that all of their deputies can be and if they're fired it will be for a period of time that they will not be able to continue their training and when they can step back into a position would have to go back through the police academy and all of these second amendment sanctuary counties are now in a position of trying to decide if the counties have money or if they have any residents that are willing to help deputies pay their bills so they can maintain um, their positions through a militia posse type situation. What we so are what we're, what we're talking about here is is a possible uh, a revolution that could happen if they take if they do this. I mean, this is this is probably yeah. the biggest American story in ever. And it's actually, I mean, it's getting covered by mainstream, but this is a giant deal. Uh, I don't understand why every single state is not traveling there to stand up and, you know, I mean, this is nuts. How would, how are there they are even justifying states. it? There are 20 states so far that have committed to send people. They are estimating uh, numbers between 50 and 100,000 to be at the Capitol. And there were huge rumors of Annie drinking her tea being mixed in the crowd that would create chaos to make the American 
uh, concerned citizens look bad. So she's confirming exactly what American Joe said, but yet she's going, she's, she's bringing us even more breaking intel. She's even going beyond what he said. It has now been released that um, Hillary's running mate, Tim <laughs> Kaine, his son is a very active member of Annie drinking her Tifa and has actually even been arrested for some of his shenanigans associated with that group in or in Portland. So that is no longer rumor. Tim Kaine being a Democrat and his son being a very active member of that group, they are very well expecting um, not a good situation on the 20th. But that vote on the 8th that will fire all deputies very much changes the complexity. So that's, I mean, by the time you hear this, that's probably going to be in two days, this vote she's talking about. I, I believe that's the day they come back in session. The Virginia, all these Virginia Democrats that are ready to vote in all of this and enact all of this gun control legislation. We'll see if they actually do it. From what I, they, they said they were going to do it. I mean, before you know, their break ended or whatever. They said, when we come back, this is going to be the first order of business. And all the stuff is going to get enacted. So we'll see if it actually happens. We should know by, I mean, I guess the ninth, uh, if it all got enacted, how much of it's in place. Uh, I, I would think that is on top of this situation, as many people in Virginia are, we should be able to know very quickly what has actually been enacted. And in then that's going to, I mean, obviously tell us what the, the other side, the pro-Second Amendment, the people in Virginia, uh, what type of um, contingency plans we need to have regarding what they vote into illegal, what, what they illegally vote into um, legislation, because it will be an illegal, unlawful uh laws that they're going to you know they're going to try to bring in obviously of uh, the situation be and, and so we, let me ask you this so, so it is true that the uh deputies and the law enforcement there said that they would not enforce uh taking the weapons correct yes 75 of the 95 counties have become second amendment sanctuary counties and said they refused to do so if they do that, a vote on the floor that they are sure that will pass on January the 8th will fire all of the deputies that refuse to perform their duties. Wow. I, mean, that, that's, I mean, again, if that happens on the 8th, which is basically by the time you hear this two days from now, if, if you're listening to this on Monday, I mean, that by itself could be the linchpin for everything to start. Because that, that we're, we're getting to the point now where, you know, are they really going to go through with this? Are they really going to, you know, are they going to keep going? Can you imagine the blowback and the, and the, and the pushback and the, and the guttural screams coming from the pro-Second Amendment people in Virginia and, and the surrounding states regarding that if they fire simultaneously all of these sheriff deputies 
all across the state. I mean, this is total insanity. And again, Trump sits back and says nothing. So far, at least. Oh, this is this is going to start a conflict in our country. I mean, yeah, this is that's this is expecting. huge. I mean, have you have you ever heard me do a teaching where I've covered this many insane topics that are all on the brink of happening than this teaching? I I, I don't remember one. I really don't. People better be paying attention. We are about to have a conflict in the middle of our United States, and multiple states are going to team up with them. I mean, this is something that, so if they're thinking about, and it's obvious, they are thinking about bringing in the United Nations peacekeeping soldiers to actually try to fight against this. Absolutely nuts. Mm -hmm. I had more than one source that has confirmed Virginia has been told that there are um, a few thousand U.N. soldiers staged in Canada to be flown in, and there is a smaller group staged in Maryland. To we, we talked about, I believe, last week, the ones that are potentially in Cuba staging. So, again, we don't know for sure, but we, we know that the U.N. is ready to get you know, get this show on the road and they're chomping at the bit and they've wanted this country for a long, long time. And this is the most likely flashpoint for that all to try to get that show on the road and for this to occur. Travel in and all UN vehicles are actually manufactured in Virginia. Yes. Wow. Incredible. Um, so if you can keep track of this and, and, Keep tracking the situation there. I would love for you to come back on and, and let us know what happens. Um, now, do you have, you're in Virginia, do you have weapons that they are trying to take, or, or have they told you that they need to take weapons well, from your family? I'm in West Virginia, which my um, eastern border of my state and uh, 90% of the southern border is right around by Virginia. So I, my personal location is about a four-and-a-half-hour drive from ground zero. So my state is already um, geared up for the worst-case scenario, and unfortunately there is a group that very much believes that a civil conflict is the only way to drain the swamp, were their words. Yeah. Wow. Because well, Trump sure is not going to do it. He just restocked the swamp with a different variety of of, of um, animal uh, swamp creatures. That's all he did. I mean, but there is a group that wants to kick it off. Oh, I know. And there's militias all over the country that are gathering, and they are saying that the, it's it's ne then that it's now or never. Because if they don't do it on the first state, then it will all go downhill, and every state will follow. Well, the Second Amendment um, sanctuary counties, their sheriffs have already started building their own independent county militias to help them perform their job wow. when their deputies are fired. Wow. If wow. The deputies wow. So this is incredible. I mean, seriously, can do you ever remember me doing a study? where you heard more incredible, hardcore, insane information than this study. Like I said, of all the studies I've ever done, ever, in the history of this ministry, this is one of the most, as far as 
impending type of important information. You know, so I would encourage you to, you know, get the word out on this and and try to educate as many others. I mean, because so many people are going to be caught flat-footed when this stuff starts to go down, unfortunately. Not this means, yeah, this means they they know their deputies are not going to do it because, yeah, they'll get fired. They'll probably get their jobs back if if and when somebody steps in and says, this is absurd, this is infringement on the Second Amendment. This is absolutely nuts. And look, it's, of course, it starts buffering when we talk about this. Wow, 4,000 right. people watching, of course. West Virginia, we're going to, we're going to, I wish, you know, I want to go there. I want to interview people. I wish we were at that stage now. I wish I could come visit you and, and drive four and a half hours down and, and try to see these guys and, and ask them what they're doing. Uh, but you can you can be my eyes on the ground. I'd love for you to go down and see who you can talk to or or see who you can talk to where you're at about And again her her web's just key in WV prepared mind. Uh and she's got some you know, I tried to watch her last video and, and YouTube was wanting me to log in to to view it because, you know, age restriction or so they're trying to make it harder and harder to listen to this stuff. You know, and, and if you do listen they want to know exactly who you are. If you're listening to this so I, I think this this um i think she's on to some very cutting edge information here these militias and put it on your channel and then of course let me uh show the videos okay well we're working on getting you a virginia deputy sheriff to call in this week that would be amazing seriously that would be amazing um Thank you but so that, much. That law on the eighth, that vote on the eighth to fire deputies, that that will change the complexion of the situation because so many will be in the situation that they can't afford to lose their salary. Right. So no, nobody can afford it right now. <laughs> so exactly, yeah. exactly. So just wanted to keep you up with that and love you and the family very much. And I won't hold you, and I'll let you know if I hear anything new. All right, thank you so much. That's a West Virginia uh, prepared mind. I will, of course, pull up your channel. Love you, and I will talk to you later. Love you, too. All right, bye-bye. Uh, if you guys want to help support the show and protect yourself, uh, we work with EMP Shield. You guys have all, a lot of you have met Andrew uh, and some of the owners from this company. They hand make these out of Kansas, and they are literally directly working uh, with the Texas Grid. They're part of the Demso team. Uh, they are helping prepare the country. This, I believe, will save lives. Um, in theory, if we have an EMP, again, this will block against an EMP, uh, E1, E2, and E3. And they have multiple different models. Again, you can go to marfuglenews.com slash EMP. You can get one for your car, your generator, your ham radio, your solar system. Uh, again, if you have all of those things, they're pretty useless if they're completely fried. This can actually ground the signal before it fries your device or your home. Again, marfuglenews.com slash EMP. I highly recommend it. You want to know what's going and on? If and you, if you do that, I believe the promo code is MARF, um, or, or code MARFUGLE, M-A-R-F-O-O-G-L-E, or MARF, I think. Yeah, promo code MARF. And I, get, I don't get anything for that. I get nothing, but you might want to look into it. Um and um i don't know if they're still running specials on those right now but it, it might be something you want to look into if the lord leads you okay let's go further <clears throat> um 
All right. Representative, Kentucky representative, supports sheriff willing to go to jail to support Second Amendment sanctuaries. Representative Thomas Massey, Republican of Kentucky, tweeted a message on December 30th supporting the Second Amendment sanctuary movement. He said, I attended my first Second Amendment sanctuary meeting today in Lewis County, where I live, standing room only. Friends and neighbors spoke passionately and articulately. County officials unanimously passed a resolution. This grassroots movement feels even stronger than the Tea Party movement of 2010, which got totally hijacked. In an interview with the Washington Examiner published on January 2nd, Massey was so supportive of the movement that he praised local officials who were willing to defend their rights, even to the point of going to jail to defy state-level authorities. Somebody is going to jail, and it's probably going to be a public official and god bless the public officials who are willing to do this and and do this so their constituents don't have to go to jail essentially that's what he said in his interview the examiner massey cited weld county colorado sheriff steve reams a strong critic of the state's red flag gun laws and he said he would put himself in his own jail rather than enforce a questionable law well god bless him reams county government has already voted to fund his legal fees should he end up in a protracted legal battle that might go all the way to the Supreme Court, Massey said. Um, and so that's one of the things that when you boil it all down and say, what does the sanctuary county movement mean, Massey said. So what it could mean is that a county governments decide to use taxpayer dollars with their blessing of the taxpayers in those counties to support the sheriffs in their own court battles. Amen. That's a righteous use of money, you know. The Virginia Second Amendment Sanctuary County movement mirrors the trend that began last year in the western parts of the states, United States, where some law enforcement officials vowed to go to jail rather than enforce firearm restrictions, and this has spread eastward. In New Mexico, 25 of 33 counties declared themselves to be Second Amendment sanctuaries after the state expanded background checks. In Illinois, nearly two-thirds of the counties have done the same. Um... In an exclusive interview, the New American spoke with Richard Mack, the former chief sheriff of Graham County, Arizona. So not all of this is negative. The one thing that this, this info is doing, particularly in regard to Virginia, is it's waking up a lot of the, of the people that kind of went to sleep because they thought Trump was going to take care of anything, everything regarding this. And I do think that is a very good thing. And a very good trend that, that we're seeing. So I'm just going to play this brief video from Sheriff Graham. Um, oh, no, New American spoke with Richard Mack, the former sheriff of Graham County, Arizona. So we're here with Sheriff Richard Mack. We're at the Red Pill Expo in Nevada. Uh, sheriff, thank you very much for being with us. Oh, thanks for having me. It's a great conference. So you have done some amazing things in your life, and uh, you know I know we could talk for hours. But uh, first of all, I'm, I want to know, you know, what is the status now with the effort to create a, a nation full of constitutional sheriffs? How much work do we still have left to do? We have a lot of work to do, but just recently we had a huge shot in the arm. We had a conference in Mesa, Arizona, and uh, what? At least two states, with their sheriffs and chief of police knocked it out of the park. Uh, for instance, uh, in New Mexico, there's 33 sheriffs. Uh, the state is really pushing gun control. 29 out of the 33 sheriffs stood against it. And they're not just saying, they're doing. And they informed the state, we will not enforce any of your gun control laws. And we're just sitting here applauding, applauding. That's exactly what we've been talking about. That's exactly what we want. 
We're after liberty. We're not after the enforcement of stupid laws. When And any sheriff looking at that knows it's contrary to his oath of office, completely contrary to the state constitution of New Mexico, and contrary to the constitution of the United States, Second Amendment. And they act like, politicians want to act like, none of that matters. How is it that we, we as law enforcement officers and sheriffs take an oath to uphold and defend, protect and preserve the United States Constitution, and we don't have to keep it. We don't have to do it. It's the supreme law of the land. We don't have to enforce it. We swore an oath. We don't have to do it. And here's the New Mexico sheriffs, Republican and Democrat alike, working together to preserve and defend the right to keep and bear arms of the people of New Mexico. Well, we gave the Sheriff's Association of New Mexico the, the Association uh, of the Year Award for the CSPOA. Uh, and then we bounce over to the Northwest and Sheriff Bob Songer was the Sheriff of the Year because he led an effort with sheriffs there to say the same thing to the state legislature and to the people because the people voted in an initiative, a voter referendum to uh, establish more gun control for the state. And they said, nope, we're not gonna enforce it. And then Chief of Police Lauren Culp from Republic Washington. Now he's written a book about this and he's running for governor uh, because he stood along with his city council and mayor saying we will not enforce it in this city and in this jurisdiction. And so he got Chief of Police of the Decade Oh, nice. Yeah, because no other chiefs of police have been doing this. And then there was another chief of police in Washington that did it also, Chief Morningstar. So you would think, it sounds like everything's going great. Uh, we've even had sheriffs in New, in, uh, New York stand against uh, Governor Cuomo there to stop gun control. He threatened to remove them from office. Then when he found out he couldn't do that, and the sheriff said, yeah, come and do it, <laughs> he, he goes, oh, I was just kidding, buddies, you know, <laughs> I wasn't going to do anything. Wow. So it, the movement is, is picking up steam, but boy, we need more funding, we need to do this bigger, better, and faster, because we need more sheriffs doing this right now. And we're proud of the Utah sheriffs who have been doing this already. Sheriffs, um, 28 of the 29 sheriffs did this three years ago in Utah. And there's been other sheriffs doing this all over the country, and it hasn't been just the Second Amendment. It's been all sorts of issues. In fact, Sheriff Brad Rogers from Elkhart County, Indiana, about six years ago, stood against the FDA, who was going after an Amish farmer uh, who refused to cooperate with the FDA. I mean, he cooperated with them a bunch of times, but they kept harassing him, coming back and doing spot inspections. Now, you know as well as I do, what's wrong with a spot inspection? It lacks probable cause. It lacks due process. And uh, so the sheriff called the uh, FDA agents and said, if you come back in my county and do this without signed warrants or due process or probable cause, I'll arrest you for trespassing. Wow. That, again, what are we after in America? protecting liberty for every individual. And that's been lost for some reason in the middle of all this political correctness and the political infighting between the stupid Democrats and stupid Republicans. And is there anything that has ever proven to us now, more than ever, that Washington, D.C. is irrelevant when it comes to liberty and that we've got to do it locally? Exactly. How do we take back freedom in America? County by county, state by right. state, one sheriff at a Grassroots. Trump's not going to do it. The Republicans aren't going to do it. The Democrats only try to take everything away while the Republicans sit back and do nothing. So he's right. He's right.
And so, what about a sheriff who's kind of on the fence? Like, yeah, I do remember my oath, and I do remember the words "shall not be infringed." But like, you know, the people's representatives voted this gun control. What, what do you say to them? Why should you stand for your oath rather than a, a statute that some politicians passed? Well, uh, get trained and come to one of our seminars, and we'll we'll show you the evidence. I'll show the evidence to anybody in this country. If you want to say no after that, that's still your problem. But I'll show you absolute proof that the sheriff is the ultimate authority in his county, that he has an obligation to stand for freedom, and that he is the, uh, America's last great hope. And if you refuse to enforce the law, if you refuse to follow the history that we'll be showing you, and if you refuse to show and, and go along with other sheriffs, that's yours. But at least give us the chance to show you the truth. Then make your decision from there. But just to go along to get along and do nothing? No. Get off the fence. Very good. And so there, there's reports out there now that uh, Mr. George Soros has been uh, getting involved in some sheriff races. Uh, have you heard anything about this? Do you have any concerns? Why do you think Mr. Soros might be looking to hire himself some sheriffs? <laughs> because he knows that the sheriffs are independent. Uh, and some states know that, too, and they've tried to diminish the role of the sheriff because of that. They want state police, or I mean police state, Oh, right. Well, same thing. Same thing, right. Yeah. Uh, they want uh, police that will follow orders. And the sheriff is so independent because he answers only to the people, and that's uh, why we're a constitutional republic. The sheriff exemplifies that because the people elect him, and he, do, he does their bidding and their will when it's within the Constitution. The sheriff, even if all his citizens ask him to violate the Constitution, he can't do it because he took a solemn oath. When... And to qualify as sheriff, he had to take that oath. Without that oath, he can't take office. So keep your word, keep your oath, follow the Constitution, and remember, what are we after in America? Liberty. Put liberty first and not the enforcement of stupid laws. Very good. And, and Sheriff, where do people find out more and how can they get involved? What's your website? Yeah, we want everybody to become a member, okay, because we really need that for funding. Even non-law enforcement? Oh, yeah, oh. citizens. This is a real citizens with law enforcement organization, okay? So, yes, citizens can join, absolutely. Do so at CSPOA.org, stands for Constitutional Sheriff's Peace Officers Association. Excellent. Sheriff, thank you so much for what you do. Oh, thank you, too. Okay, so I wanted to, I mean, that's positive. And, and I'm really, it seems like the Second Amendment thing, of all the things that I'm reporting on, people are becoming the most awake on that issue. The vaccines, I wish, would like to say that we saw grassroots on the vaccines. Um, hopefully this will spill over, though, as people get educated on one issue, they're going to be more open to be educated on other issues. Um, the World War III thing, I don't think the Patriots have a real good grasp of what's really, truly going on there like we just covered in the first couple parts of the teaching. But the Second Amendment issue, I see more awake people that have a proper grasp on things regarding that more than any other of the, of the big, big issues that uh, I see on the horizon. So um, I'm gonna, I got to stop here. I'm way over on time for this part, and we will go to uh, part four next. God bless you.